Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of the Early Parenting Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about teething and sleep and how you can support your baby and toddler through this inevitable developmental progression. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo-cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. So in the work I do, I see many sleeping difficulties and undesirable sleep habits develop when a baby or toddler is teething. It's very normal for families to lose their motivation to maintain, say, routine and consistency and the way they're settling during these times, which is why I wanted to share some tips on how you can understand teething and help your babe through this time. So first thing I wanted to chat about is what age babies teeth. So the average age for a baby to cut their first tooth is usually between six to seven months. There are, of course, babies who will sprout some teeth through sooner and even some later. Max had his first tooth at six. Ted didn't get his first one until 12 months. Usually by two and a half years, though, all babies will have their full set of baby teeth through. So I want to start by saying that this is a really long time to put up with poor sleep due to a teething baby. I say teething baby in inverted commas because one of the biggest reasons I see families explain poor sleep is due to a teething baby. Now, your baby won't always be teething. By always blaming teething, you're potentially missing other causes of unsettled days and nights that could easily be solved. So try not to fall into the habit of always assuming poor sleep is due to teeth because there's lots of things that may be playing a part in your baby's poor sleep. So I've actually just released my brand new course, Sleep Explained, which is my online self-paced course designed to teach you all the areas of your baby and toddler's world that impact their sleep. So you learn the essential skills needed to give your babe the sleep they need. If you want to find out more about my new course, head to www.jenniferbutler.com.au forward slash courses. So before we talk about how to support your baby or toddler, let's nut out the signs that your baby or toddler are teething. So common signs and symptoms include red and swollen gums, cold-like symptoms, so snotty or runny noses, red cheeks, chewing or biting more than usual. Now I say more than usual because at four months-ish, your baby will develop a motor and cognitive skill called mouthing, where they put everything to their mouth as a way of learning. So this doesn't mean they're teething. They're just discovering the world through their mouth. So it's very important not to confuse this developmental milestone with signs of teething. Or again, you're going to always think that your baby's teething. 
Another sign is excessive drooling when they've just started to drool less. So again, I'm adding that they've just started to drool less because once again, (laughs) around sort of eight weeks or so, your baby starts to produce saliva, whereas prior to that, they don't produce saliva, but they also haven't figured out how to swallow all this extra saliva. So that's where drooling starts to come into play. So some of these things that we always say are teething symptoms are actually very much developmental normal progressions. So it's so important to sort of clear up what's normal development versus what's actual teething symptoms. So teeth visible at the gum line. So I you know, I would love for you guys to really do nice oral checks and, and check for these teeth popping through. Nappy rash can be a sign. A loss of appetite, so perhaps feeding or fussiness at the breast or bottle or not eating as much food. And sometimes a slight temperature and even pulling at the ears. Now, the thing with these symptoms, as I've mentioned, is they can also indicate other things. So all of, most of these symptoms that I've mentioned are all signs of sickness or wonderweek behavior or even tiredness. So a process of elimination comes in handy as well. Plus, my advice is get to know your baby signs. So I learned very quickly that when Max was teething, he'd always get the cold. It always preceded him getting a new tooth, almost always. So Ted, on the other hand, he always got nappy rash. So he'd always have a really sore bottom when he was teething. So it's likely your baby may have a predictable set of symptoms too, So start to take notes, start to keep a diary and see if you can see a bit of a trend before your baby pops through a tooth. So to move on from that, let's talk about my top four tips on supporting your teething baby or toddler. Number one, maintain a regular day and night routine. Now is not the time to be poking the bear, so to speak, by increasing their distress by having an overtired baby. Respect their need for sleep and offer it to them before they're overtired. Number two, increase your wind down before nap and bedtime. So your baby and toddler is likely going to need a little bit more tender love and care to help them relax for sleep. So make sure you allow that in your day and offer them that extra support to help calm them for sleep. Number three, use pain relief as per directions from your pharmacist when you know there is a tooth visibly coming through. I don't want you to fall into the habit of always using teething gels or any sort of pain relief because all of these things aren't good unless they're needed. But when you do have a tooth that's about to pop through, you can see it coming through that gum line, then I highly recommend regular pain relief. So Nurofen and Panadol and making sure that you're talking to your pharmacist about the best way to utilize both of these medications to help cover teething pain so that they're comfortable across the day and the night. And number four, get back on track when you know the tooth is through. So as I mentioned earlier, try not to let teething become the answer for all your sleeping woes. A tooth only takes a week or two to pop through. Beyond that, you might find that it's been more bad habits that have developed that are leading to your baby not being able to sleep as well as they were. Anyway, I hope this episode has been useful for you understanding teething a little bit better and I look forward to joining you back here next week. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share the episode with a friend, with your mother's group, or tag me at Jen Butler Early Parenting on Instagram. 
The more that know about this podcast, the more people I can help. If you're looking for support that is personalized for your babe and tailored to your family's needs, then make sure to head on over to my website, www.jenniferbutler.com.au and check out how we can work together so you can move through motherhood with confidence. Catch you in the next episode, mama.